Therapy Chat Podcast, Episode 108. This is the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Are you going through menopause or perimenopause? It can be a struggle to find comfort in your body with night sweats, hot flashes, and so many other uncomfortable symptoms. Hormone Harmony is a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause created by Happy Mammoth. They are dedicated to making women's lives easier using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout women's lives. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CHAT at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code CHAT for 15% off today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. My friend and colleague, Carmen Roman, is a psychologist practicing in California, who before moving to California about five years ago, was practicing in Mexico. And she has a wonderful podcast called Emotions in Harmony that is actually offered in English and Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, but she interviewed me in English and we talked about trauma and healing from trauma, one of my favorite topics. So go ahead and give it a listen. I'd love to know what you think and check out Carmen's podcast when you get a chance. There will be a link in the show notes. Hello, my wonderful listeners. You are in the Emotions in Harmony podcast 
and in the Therapy Chat podcast. <laughs> you are in two podcasts today. We are just having really good time here, kind of a tea time. And we have, I have the honor to interview an expert in trauma and one of our uh, famous podcaster in the world of psychology. <laughs> so um, it's, it's been an honor to meet you and to talk to you, Laura. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sorry I had to laugh because um, I do not feel like one of the most famous podcasters, but thank you. I'll take that anyway. Yes, just it's take an it. It's honor then, to talk to you. And then we go to the numbers and you may realize that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have this conversation because I have been working with trauma for 25 years. And I know you have working with trauma for 15 something plus years. And it never ends, Laura. I think we have worked for a while. That's a very sad thing. Yeah. It is. Every day in the news, there are more things happening that mm-hmm. let us know that hundreds and thousands of people are affected by trauma everywhere. Yeah. All over yeah. the world. So I, I'm not happy saying that, but there is tools. The good news is there are tools, scientific tools that can help our listeners to overcome trauma. Especially today, I want to talk about deep trauma. Yeah, that kind of trauma that people lose hope about, or they start thinking that this is the way of living. Yeah, Yeah. so let's talk about that. In your experience, tell me how much work, like therapeutic work, needs a person with very deep trauma. Well, so as you know, because you've been practicing with trauma longer than I have, um, people who have experienced only one traumatic event in their lives, if anyone like that is out there in the world, I'm not sure. But if someone has only experienced one traumatic event, it's deeply impactful, but the recovery process may be shorter. But when people have experienced multiple traumatic experiences, especially when maybe during childhood is when they had their first traumatic experiences and then more traumatic things happen throughout their lives that kind of, you know, build and add on to that. It can really be a long process to heal and recover from trauma. Let's, let's define a little bit with what we mean when we say trauma. You have a list in one of your episodes like sexual abuse, yeah, or something like that. Do you remember that sure. kind of list? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll make up a list off, off the top mm-hmm. of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, the types of events that can be traumatic for people are during childhood to experience any time where you felt unloved, um, unwanted, any mm-hmm. emotional abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, which is any kind of hitting could be experienced as abusive by a child when the hitting is done by an adult bullying, sexual abuse, witnessing a parent being abused by the other parent or their partner. All of those can be very traumatic experiences. And then it can also be things like being in a situation where there's some kind of violence that happens, whether you're witnessing it or you're a victim of it. So, you know, just this week we had the horrible mass shooting in Las Vegas, certainly the people who were there, even if they were not shot or in any other way physically injured, 
it is a very traumatic experience to see other humans suffering in that way and to see the the cruel things that humans do to one another. And for the first responders and all of the medical personnel who took care of them, for all of those people, those were very traumatic experiences yeah. to be a part of that, taking care of the people who were in that event. Yes, that's true. Last week I was uh, doing an episode about the earthquake in Mexico and also the first responders, you're right, are witnessing all of these traumatic events while helping. And also when we watch TV, one, one scene or another and another and another, all of this information in media. Yes, they used to say that when people saw things happening on TV, but it, they weren't there and it wasn't happening to them, that that did not cause trauma. But now we know you can go on the internet and see what happened as if you were there. And that can be traumatizing for people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So is it possible, Laura, to forget about what happened? Like the person can get to the point that they forget their trauma. Yeah, so, so much. I mean, for one thing, the way that trauma can affect your brain is that you may not remember what happened. Um, even mm -hmm. in a situation that is just a, an accident, like a car accident, where it wasn't someone intentionally trying to harm you, um, mm -hmm. you might find that you know what happened, but you can't recall, like, the moment when the other car hit you. And that's, you know, one of the ways that trauma affects your brain. But then there's also that our brain can kind of protect us by making us forget about what happened. So mm -hmm. consciously, we don't remember what happened. But subconsciously, on another level, we know and we're remembering and we may be having nightmares or intrusive thoughts and memories coming to our minds when we don't want them to. So it's this strange combination of not being able to remember and not being able to forget both happening at the mm -hmm. same time. And that, that I think that's one of the reasons why people often come to therapy is that they say, I feel like something happened. I can't remember it. But then they're having all these different ways that that memory is showing up for them. It keeps popping into their head all the time and they don't mm -hmm. want it to. Mm -hmm. And I will twist a little bit also the question and I will ask you, once we take the treatment, once we, we take a good amount of therapy, is possible to come to normal life, let's say like that? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I wasn't sure exactly how you meant that question. And I'm glad you no, presented it's perfect, this, both of them. <laughs> this part because, yeah, yeah uh -huh. even though trauma does not go away by itself. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, someone can experience a traumatic event and not have a trauma response in their body. But if you have the trauma response, it doesn't go away until it heals. And it, it's just like if you broke your leg, it has to heal mm -hmm. for you to to be all in one piece again. So trauma, the proper type of trauma therapy that can actually help you heal from what happened, it may take a while, but um, you can not only be, I don't want to say you can, you can feel just as good as you did before it happened, because what I've seen is that people feel better than they did before it happened after the process of healing from trauma. It's like there's a new way of looking at life that's even more kind of filled with 
richness and wisdom that they they mm-hmm. didn't have before this happened. So it's a really strange thing, but I'd say you not only could be just just as well as you were before, but even better, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Have you well, have you noticed that too? I have noticed you're right that after the treatment, people will come with more resources than before. Yeah. Yeah. It it almost like becomes a blessing. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to say I don't want to say that a traumatic event is a blessing. But you can convert it into a blessing because it opens the opportunity to to earn wisdom. Yeah. Yes, it's like you didn't mm-hmm. want to go through it, and you're not glad mm-hmm. it happened, and mm-hmm. you still. But I think when people have really healed and recovered from trauma, they'll say, "I, I can't say I wish it didn't happen because if it hadn't happened, I wouldn't be who I am now." And they're saying that not in a way mm-hmm. where they're just saying, "Oh well, I'm just glad to still be alive." They're saying. The, the changes that came through this painful experience, even though I didn't want to go through this, were worth it. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I had to go through it. I had no choice. And since I did, I'm grateful that I grew as a person in a way that, that I just don't feel I would have if this hadn't happened. And I think that's like one of the most profound things that someone can experience is that kind of new perspective you know, mm-hmm. that really helps them look at life in a completely different way. Yeah. I, I like to use the metaphor of getting lost in the forest. We don't want to get less lost in the forest. We feel really, it's really a bad experience, a scary experience. But once you find your way, well, you know more the forest. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I think you just really tapped into what it is, too. It's not just that you... You get lost. You don't want to be lost, but once you find your way through it, then you have you realize that you had strength and resiliency that you didn't even know was there, even when you were doubting it. Yeah, you find it through that mm-hmm. difficult experience. That's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, yeah. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is the EMDR therapy training brainchild of Dr. Jamie Marich, a clinician and author who's on a mission to confront stigma around mental health, trauma, and dissociation. The Institute, informed by Jamie's work, teaches a somatic, expressive, bottom-up approach to EMDR therapy that does not treat dissociation like a dirty word. ICM empowers their students to navigate dissociation as a normal response to trauma and stress when it shows up. Dr. Jamie Marich is out and proud on various levels about her own recovery and is a strong believer in the healing capacities of EMDR therapy and helping our clients to heal from the impact of trauma. I and two of my team members have been trained by the Institute for Creative Mindfulness directly with Jamie, and I was impressed with how dissociation really was treated as just a normal aspect of trauma therapy work, which it is. Both Jamie and the consultants were matter of fact about if and when dissociation arises, it's okay, it's normal, and here's how you can help the client in that situation. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is offering a coupon code to save 15% off any program offered by ICM. This includes their EMDR therapy basic training programs and a wide variety of their home study, advanced topics, and other CE offerings. Go to instituteforcreativemindfulness.com and use promo code 15 for listeners. There's a link in the show notes. You can copy the promo code and use the link right there in the show notes to make it easy.
We all know that small actions can make a big difference in our lives. I know for me, I can be in a terrible mood, go out somewhere and see a stranger, make eye contact and just smile at them and find suddenly I feel good. Whether it's practicing mindfulness a few minutes each day, movement practices, small actions can have big benefits, like how taking care of your gut can support whole body health. Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic benefits your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. Your body is an ecosystem and great health starts in the gut. Your gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, our immune systems, and more. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com living and use code 25living to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com living, code 25living. Therapist, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly, but thoroughly. My group practice has used therapy notes for six years and everyone always finds it easy to use. But the best thing is if you do need help, you can call their customer service number and a person answers the phone. And anytime I've ever had to use it, which is maybe three times in the past six years, my issue has been resolved easily with a cheerful demeanor in 15 minutes or less. So I highly recommend Therapy Notes. And don't forget, go to therapynotes.com and use promo code chat to get two free months. So. What kind of spiritual practices you found that are helpful with your clients? Well, you know, I for a long time, I really um, felt strongly that I was uncomfortable with the idea of spirituality. And I thought it was like pushing religion on clients. But mm-hmm. um, I had a certain point in my life, maybe about five years ago, where I realized that I was beginning to have this question of what's the point what's the meaning why what's my purpose like i i need something's missing like some i need something more at that time i think i kind of got connected with creative practices and mindfulness practices mm-hmm. that helped me feel more of a connection to a sense of purpose and being part of something larger mm-hmm. which is what now how i see what spirituality is so i think you know, a spiritual practice can be a very important part of healing from trauma, whatever mm-hmm. it is. For some people, it's prayer, meditation, I think, you know, chanting. There are so many things. Going to church, community mm-hmm. can be a, a really spiritual practice for people. But I think the thing that's been the most deeply impactful for me in my own personal growth recovery processes. Uh, working on self-compassion practice. I heard your episode about you are interviewing the self-compassion. I don't remember the name of the author, but you are interviewing the author of a book, yeah? Yes, Tim Desmond about his self-compassion workbook, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening this week, and what I love is that he actually do the map that if this doesn't work for you, you can go here or you can go there. 
it, it is, I really recommend that episode to go back because you're right, self-compassion is one of the biggest challenges also. It yeah. is. And I, when I started using a self-compassion practice, I noticed a huge change in myself and how open mm-hmm. I am, how well I can connect with other people and myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, how I'm more willing to try something instead of being fearful to make a mistake. My inner critic is much quieter. And if I do make a mistake, which certainly I do that frequently, I can I can recover from it without going into a big shame spiral, which is what would have happened before. Just feel uh-huh. like a big failure and a loser. And who was I to think that I could do that? And But in that episode, I thought it was so beautiful how he talked about, you know, when his wife is dealing with cancer treatment and, you know, Mm -hmm. for all of us, when your partner is sick and you don't know if they're going, Mm -hmm. how long they're going to live. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's like a scary black hole. And the way he talked about how self-compassion practice helps with that was like, if you, if they can help with that, then that's a, that's a good way to. Yeah, with the inevitable, very hard times that we all experience in life. Mm-hmm. So we are all, as human beings, we are all exposed to trauma. And we are all exposed to tools if we want to be exposed as well, I think. Yeah. If we know yeah. they're there and we're willing mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. admit to ourselves how we're feeling and what, what we need. That's right. We need to admit we need some help. You're right. How much, um, a pers- uh, well, now that we say about admitting or not admitting, what happens when a person doesn't work on their own trauma? How much, in, I mean, my question is, how much they affect other people around them? Do, do we yeah. spread the bad feelings or something? Well, certainly I think so. I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. what you think, but for me, you know, working with people who've experienced childhood abuse and childhood trauma they almost always say that their parents experienced childhood trauma and their parents experienced it. And, you know, we, we can look at countless different research studies that show that, you know, the effects of slavery and oppression and um, colonialism and just Mm -hmm. the historical context of what people are living through affects the way they parent and, and love their family members from generation to generation. And so, yeah. And unfortunately, so many people before us really didn't know about trauma. So they didn't know that that was why they felt the way they did. And they wouldn't have been able to get help because there wouldn't have been therapists and other helpers to take, to give them that treatment. But now we do know trauma does not get better on its own. So when you think I need to just get over this, or I should try to I should just put that behind me. It happened so long ago. I hope that people who are listening to this who may feel that way will understand that, no, this isn't the way you have to feel for the rest of your life. You can actually feel so much better. And it's just a matter of getting the right kind of help. I think now in my in my own life, I was born in a place, in a very humble place in Mexico where dentists don't exist. Dentist. And dentist, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have a, a toothache and you just pull it. Yeah. You take something, pull it, that's it, fix it, or put something or, or live through it. Yeah. 
I, the way I grew up was a very, when I was very child, yeah, very uh, younger. So it is good news that dentists exist because now we can go and say, okay, here is my pain. Please help me with something. You know something or you have some tools that I don't have. Yeah. Right. And, and it also applies for psychologists. Of course, I never heard the word of psychology until I was 18 and I applied myself to the to college. So it is possible to go and take your trauma and your symptoms. And you can. I, I will put in the notes actually your episode about the symptoms and all the bigger explanation, the deep explanation about it, because it is true. We may have symptoms we don't realize are related to trauma. Yeah. So much, so much. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, one of the hardest things about getting help with trauma is that one of the things that trauma does is makes you avoid thinking about. So you have both those re-experiencing mm -hmm. symptoms where it keeps coming back and the part of you that's avoiding it at the same time, those are part of the features of what trauma does. And so, you know, mm -hmm. you may think, oh, you know, I, I want to get help no, I don't need help, you know, and it's just like this struggle within yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So what is a, what a person can request from their partner or from their very near loved ones when they are working through their trauma? I think it's really important for partners and loved ones to understand that when the person they love says, I've experienced trauma and I'm really struggling, to take them seriously listen to what they're saying about how they feel um, mm -hmm. I think for partners it can be uncomfortable and they just want to see those symptoms go away and so they when they see their partner saying you know I'm so sad I feel so scared or these things remind me of my trauma and I'm asking you not to do those things the partner it just feels uncomfortable and they don't like to think about that. So they just say, Oh, why can't you get over that? Or you just need to stop thinking about it. Try harder just to keep going. And mm -hmm. so I think one of the things that I find people tell me hurts so much is when family members and partners say, that's not how it was, or you just need to stop feeling that way. Uh, instead mm -hmm. of just listening and saying, I believe you, I understand, I support you. How can I help? I'm here if you need me. I'm, I'll talk if you want to talk. I won't talk if you don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I spend quite some time in family therapy, sometimes kind of doing psychoeducation to the family members about trauma. Yeah, that's right. So what is the difference between asking, you, we were talking about self-compassion, yeah? Mm -hmm. But also the compassion. We want compassion when we are recovering from trauma. What is the difference between asking for compassion and asking a person to feel sorry? Or ha kind of a high one excuse because I am already traumatized, so I get to have certain privilege. I don't know. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I think mm -hmm. that that's what people think self-compassion means self-pity or, you know, wanting to wallow in their pain. But that's not what it is. It's saying every self-compassion and the way I understand it is if you have increased your self-compassion, you will have more compassion for other people. So mm -hmm. having compassion means understanding that, well, they say it means feeling with. 
You know, it's okay. like you understand what the other person is feeling and you understand that the feelings they're having are feelings that all humans have. So, you know, we're all part of something larger. And when one person is suffering, they deserve to have their suffering honored, not to be pitied, but just to be respected. And when we can not judge and just give them that, mm-hmm. I feel, I see what you're feeling. I understand that this is a human experience. We all suffer, you know, it's going to be okay, but you don't have to tell the person it's going to be okay. It's just a matter of like, this is what you're feeling. And this is part of being human. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's the opposite of telling people, well, don't feel that way. Don't be scared. Don't mm-hmm. be mad. Just whatever you're feeling is, is okay. Mm-hmm. And then we have more compassion and less judgment for other people. It brings us all closer together. So it's not like an us versus them kind of thing, but you know, the, the common experience. And again, going back to the horrible, the earthquake and the hurricanes that have just over the past month affected people. And then this horrible mass shooting, all of the people affected are all just people who all just want to live and be safe and love and mm-hmm. don't want to hurt anyone else. They just want to be safe. And you know, so we need to have compassion for everyone. And and I think one of the hard things with this many tragedies happening is not to feel numb and just say, that's happening there. I'm just not going to think about it. But to yeah. understand that all of these people who are affected deserve help, you know, mm-hmm. long-term yeah. help as long as they need it. And the, there are going to be ripple effects from all of these things in the communities where they happen and they all the... Yeah people who those people interact Mm -hmm. with are going to feel it too. It's like trauma is something we have to take seriously and help people with and not just tell people it's not a real thing. Yeah, that's right. It is amazing to be listening to you. And I know you have a commitment in a couple of minutes, so I don't want to take more of your time. Do you want to say something else? It's amazing to to be listening to you. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much for letting Mm -hmm. me come on to your podcast today and letting me share you with my audience too, even though I didn't let you talk that much. No, the the goal was interviewing you. So (laughs) (laughs) I think we succeed in that. Yeah. (laughs) It is always very fun to be in contact with you. And I am one of your listeners, so I will continue to be your listener. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much for being in this podcast and for sharing it in your podcast. That's so kind of you. Thank you so much, Carmen. Yeah. Bye for now, Laura. Bye. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Thanks so much for listening to my being interviewed by Carmen Roman. And I hope you had an interesting experience listening to us discussing the process of healing from what she calls deep trauma. If you have experienced this type of trauma, I hope our interview gave you some hope and that you understand that you can heal. Next week, I'm going to share with you my interview with Beth Medina of Florida talking about brain spotting. So I hope you'll tune in for that. Thanks as always for listening. Take care. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com.